Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Sephra's Green and Greener show where we decode simpler steps to living a more sustainable life. Today I am joined by chef and co-founder of Plan B Cheese. Here with me, Chef Rishu. Hi Rishu, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing well, Sephra. Well, thank you for having me on on your Of course, list. we are we are all here. We really want to know more about uh, you know your life and how you got to being in this industry of vegan cheese. So why don't we quickly start? Okay, and you tell us, tell us more about yourself. Like you know, who who is Rishu? What were you before you knew about this vegan concept, or before you knew that you wanted to enter the vegan cheese industry? All right. So my story is basically in simpler words. You can uh, say like a chef with a hardcore chef uh, in better words uh, with eighteen years of working experience. Wow. Uh, starting a vegan business finding his purpose in life and uh, just uh, doing this not as a business but as a service to you know making this world a better place okay that's that's a very brief i love the introduction uh, so you told us you have 18 years of experience as a as a chef right so can you give us a little bit of an insight into where were you working like was it was it bombay was it somewhere else in india was it outside india Where were you working, and what kind of food were was your specialty? All right. So, uh, in my uh, last eighteen years of working um, uh, uh, career, I worked at uh, you know various locations, including uh, United States, France, India, of course, and uh, with different different clients, like in restaurants, for hotels, for uh, you know film celebrities, and all. So yes, uh, so for uh, just to give give a few name, I I worked with the my last job was a uh, with the three Michelin star restaurant in Paris, uh, La Perge, helmed by chef Alain Passart, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know then COVID happened, I lost my job, I came back to India, so um, hence uh, this was the inception of Plan B. So okay. So in you said that covid i mean around 2020 is what i assume right yes so were you already vegan or plant based by then were you vegetarian before what what was your uh, eating journey let's say let's put it like that okay so i i come from a uh, very uh, a brahmin family where everybody is vegetarian like religiously so i was also vegetarian until the age of uh, 17 years until i get myself admitted into a culinary school where i got introduced with the meat and uh, you know i started uh, and, you know eating uh, or and, and making meat because the kind of profession i chose you know so it was not an option for me to stay away from the meat mm. so i had to serve my customers my guests so definitely so that was my duty and i had to be you know uh, honest with my duty so i got introduced with meat then you know uh, during uh, 2016 or 17 i st- uh, i got introduced with this uh, concept of uh, plant based food or or vegan food when i was working with uh, you know mr rithik roshan so uh, yeah so then i i thought that you know that was a sign actually i would uh, say, uh, say mm. that because i was already trying to find reasons to you know turn vegetarian not vegan to go back to your roots yes uh, vegan vegan was out of the question for me okay. but uh, i was just trying to find ways how how can i turn vegetarian hmm. 
and uh, so this thing happened then i tried vegetarianism uh, for uh, you know a few months then again i was back to meat eating and all all those things because of my work okay so uh, then uh, you know covid happened and i lost my job i was out of uh, you know restaurant uh, industry and uh, suddenly this thing uh, clicked in my mind that this might be my calling mm. you know this this is a sign maybe uh, covid is a blessing in disguise for me so yes then uh, i i turned vegan okay yes so this is how uh, th- this is what my story of uh, you know turning into a vegan right but in 2020 when you did turn vegan was there like a, a trigger or maybe you know a lot of people that i've come across either they've seen like something Yeah, I don't know, like a harsh documentary, or they read an article, or they met someone who was vegan who inspired them. So, do you have like a trigger like that, or was it like you you tied it back to your twenty sixteen seventeen and you just sort of went along with it? So, all right, I'll tell you. Uh, there's one thing. Uh, you know, the chef I was working with in Paris, he taught me uh, one thing that we uh, as a human. are on the top of hierarchy level mm. in the world so if a, if a person is elder in the family you know he's he's he had certain responsibility towards the younger ones so if we are on the top of hierarchy in the world you know we have a responsibility to take care of you know our juniors or or maybe you know all the animals around us so he taught me one thing that animals are here with us not for us and he also took a very bold step in his restaurant in in paris as you know uh, france is a big meat eating country it's it's part of their culture he stopped eating any kind of uh, meat in his restaurant including uh, uh, poultry eggs seafood and everybody criticized this chef you know he got a uh, three uh, very successful restaurant business having three michelin star it's a big thing and everybody said you know uh, you stop if you if you not serve meat in your restaurant you're going to lose your michelin stars right but he ran that restaurant uh, for for a year with the same menu he pledged to not serve meat anymore he did that and uh, he was able to retain those uh, michelin star all of all of his michelin stars so he converted the restaurant to a vegan restaurant for a, for a time being not for one year but he lost business there he lost business yes so this is why he stopped uh, he, he introduced back uh, poultry and seafood in his menu but not uh, red meat he still not uh, serve uh, red meat in his restaurant okay yes so i mean he was a he, he was a big inspiration for me he was very compassionate about uh, about uh, all these living things so you know there only kind of a, that that was a sign for me maybe you know i should also follow this path you know because my family is vegetarian and kind of values i i come from so i was always seeking them in inside my heart and but you know i was unable to do it because of my profession yeah so that was kind of a sign for me if this guy can do it why yeah why couldn't i lovely so that i mean you then personally turning vegan was awesome yay yay to the vegan community so in 2020 then take us through how you became you were you, you turned vegan and then how did the vegan cheese aspect come in all right this, this is very there's a very interesting story about this love to hear it yeah so a lot of people uh, you know um, knows me as a chef in mumbai so uh, 
you know, I, I, I saw this message in my, on my Facebook. There's a lady is there. So she, she uh, messaged me on Facebook and asking me for a vegan cheese platter. Can you do this? He, she shared uh, some pictures and uh, she asked, can, can, we, can you do this? Yeah. So, you know, I, I was already doing vegan menus for my client back there in, in France. And uh, so, yeah, trend was on, the vegan trend was on. So I used to create uh, vegan cheeses. In, in in my kitchen and uh, so this lady messaged me i i, I said why not and uh, i was desperate for uh, uh, you know money that time yeah. so i did that for her and she loved it so much she got me introduced with three other ladies okay who ordered you know more cheese platter from me and kind of a, in 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 a week i i made 10 more than 10 cheese platter oh wow that you need to really thank that first lady who you made it for. Yeah, I'm very thankful. I She's still in my contact. So I said, you know, uh, there's a great scope for this product. Then I, I researched on it and uh, this is how it, it started. Okay. So going back, uh, just to, you know, I have, I have a question about your, your the journey and how you got into vegan cheese. So when you said you experimented with vegan menus when you were in France, so you had already tried your hand at vegan cheeses there? Of course. Okay, and your head chef was the one who sort of guided you or was it purely through research and or experimentation? Yes, so it, it was all, uh, you know, purely the result of experimentation because vegan cheese was very new in that time in the market. You know, there were very few co uh, companies who were making vegan cheeses and in, in, in Paris that time, it was uh, kind of difficult to source them. And... What we used to do at that restaurant, uh, we used to create everything from scratch. Mm. We used to use produce that could be as uh, you know fresh as as we can as as it can get. You know, so I mean, getting a commercial product was out of the question because when we used to source cheese, we used to go to the formager, like the cheese maker, and we used to uh, give place place the order to him, like uh, make this kind of cheese for us or or, or, or this kind of uh, you know the formage for us so but there was nobody making vegan cheese out there in the market like artisan vegan cheese so we did it on our own so from there uh, we we made vegan cheese cheeses so then yeah this is how i i learned making vegan cheese yes awesome so okay you started off with the cheese platters coming back to your journey in bombay and you got success in your first week right so then then I think, did it start building in your mind? Like, okay, maybe now I should uh, start my own brand or what was the vision? Yes. So the vision was, Sephra, in starting was to, I, I realized that there's a huge scope for this industry and this market is going to grow, uh, you know, with, with tremendous pace in next five, six years. It will be on different level. I realized this thing you know, early in my uh, in my days. And uh, so, yeah, I, I decided that let's start a business out of it. So I started with making uh, cheeses and, uh, you know, dressings and dips and some meat alternatives. The idea was to be one-stop shop for everything vegan. Okay. So the list includes chocolates, cereals, breads, uh, dressings, of course, meat alternatives, and uh, you know, cake, cake premixes, bread premix, bread premixes, curd, milk. So everything you can think of vegan. 
right so are you already is that that's the long term vision or are you already doing it no that's the long term vision but uh, currently we are uh, making uh, three different kind of products in our facility we are we are doing sauces and dips right. cheeses of course then meat alternatives oh wow i i myself did not know that rishi <laughs> you you are a man of surprises i i really love that and i want to hear more about it so okay so and this was the start of plan b like you started with just you started with all three yes i started with all three together Great. because i was hungry <laughs> <laughs> i love that from you uh, okay cool so now getting into i think chefs the chef's mind right because yeah, it's it's a unique perspective and we love to have it here so um what what entails uh you know from a chef's perspective creating a vegan cheese is there like a different perspective you need to have in creating that art artist because it is an artisanal product it requires a lot of uh, imagination creativity and artistry which a lot of people don't think to you know they don't think it takes that but it does so is there any any pov that you can give us of course of course so in starting my so i'll tell you like um, if you if you'll take um, other cheeses available in the market dairy cheeses i'm talking about they are not artisanal they are like commercially made cheeses right this is why they they scaled so much mm. right so when i started this business of uh, you know cheese making vegan cheese making so my approach was very artisanal you know i i used to keep it like you know fresh to made uh, uh you know uh, made to order making it with the fresh ingredients and all but at a point of time i was unable to fulfill the needs of my customer then i realized then that if i want to offer my product to the masses then this is not the way i cannot go artisanal mm-hmm. we had to think of something like you know uh, where we, we i can manufacture cheese commercially on scale then i work in i i started working on that direction mm-hmm. my idea is i'll tell you sefra there are there are uh, numerous brands now there in the indian market you know not all of them are good <clears throat> so uh, my approach from the starting was because because in artisanal cheeses you vegan cheeses i'm talking about in particular you cannot you it's it's like impossible to give the get the taste of uh, dairy cheeses if let's let's uh, let me give you an example if you know i'm a flexitarian i want to try something vegan yeah. so if i'm seeking cheese for example what what i'm looking for i'm looking for a cheese alternative three points it should look like cheese yeah it should smell like cheese it should taste like cheese it should feel like cheese yeah and if i'm getting a product and it's not doing justice to its name then i'm doing scam as a businessman so our main idea is to make more people vegan this is how we we will be able to turn more people vegan so from starting my reference i i took that uh, my reference point was the dairy cheeses mm. the i want to come as close to dairy cheeses as possible i never wor- try to worked on like i will create something for new kind of product like fat free and you know low cal or and anything like that my a my main idea is if if i'm able to create something closer to dairy cheese no then i will figure out the way how to make it uh, less on calories right 
less on fat and anything but first challenge was to make it as close to the dairy cheese so this is what we did i can say it very proudly sefra you know our cheeses are stacked in your store so it's almost like you know uh, right now i think we are standing almost 95% close to the dairy cheeses wow right and uh, you know uh, when i we, when we hear compliments like that uh, then uh, uh, we we feel so proud and i you really should i mean that's a very big feat till we feel innovation doesn't stop here we still you know uh, finding ways to how to improve it, improve it further correct right so this is uh, what the whole idea is yeah. to make make the cheese is in 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 plan b got it amazing so you know you spoke about uh, the commercially available dairy cheese right so if you can help our audience understand how plan b is different now whether you want to talk nutrition i'm all for that of course ingredients nutrition the process in which it's made can you throw some light on that so if we'll talk about the process of making dairy cheeses uh, the most common available cheese in the market processed cheese if if i'll talk about you curdle the milk first with the with the help of uh, cheese enzymes then you strain it through uh, cloth or whatever then you uh, solidifies it yeah pack it and sell it okay yeah the enzymes gives that cheesy flavor to it right now let's come back to vegan cheeses okay. what we are doing here we are we are making our cheeses out of the cashews mm. okay because uh, right now see the, there are uh, the companies are making even cheeses with the pure starches you know using ingredients like uh, you know emulsifiers different types of gums and all those things but you know uh, our main idea is if you know i'm a very health conscious person right so i'm conscious about what i'm putting inside my body so my main idea is if i cannot put anything in my stomach yeah i'm not allowed to uh, give that to anybody else yeah. i'm not going to sell it this was the whole idea so this is what we uh, uh, we, we have worked on we are making our cheeses with cashew so i'll tell you, tell you the process we are we are uh, you know uh, culturing our cashews yeah. we are making uh, you know milk out of it then with that milk we are making our cheeses okay yes uh, our our cheeses are clean labeled if you'll read the label uh, behind without any uh, you know uh, additive and having like a very stable uh, shelf life not great we are having 6 months of shelf life and we are not using any kind of trans fat into that uh, another question on the on your ingredients right i'm assuming they are of course they have to be of a particular quality considering that you are a chef and you are health conscious so those are two important things to consider so um are you very aware or i do you take steps to ensure that the supply chain of your the of your raw materials is good and is you know sustainably sourced well i i try my best to make sure of that okay but uh, some things are out of your locus of control mm. you know you cannot control everything and anything right so but we try as much as we can to make our supply chain sustainable for instance uh, you know our uh, we source our cashew from directly from the farmers from okay. from goa yeah. uh, but of course they use transport in it i don't know how we can eliminate that no of course yeah yeah no as long as you're 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 in line with who is the direct beneficiary and there is no you know uh, middlemen uh, who are you know eating into their profits or you know making that sort of chain unsustainable right but we we make uh, you know every conscious effort of uh, making the whole process as sustainable as as possible 
and definitely we are working on that uh, we are trying to uh, uh, you know coming up with a packaging that is sustainable uh, you know biodegradable yeah yeah so uh, definitely we will get there someday yeah we are not 100% sustainable but uh, i think it's a it is a journey right that's why we are here to discuss that very concept of how we know okay we have product a to get it to sustainability is to get to b and how we can achieve that over time hopefully you know you do reach that scale we are all here rooting for you yeah hoping that uh, we can have the most sustainable product and what's inside the product and outside in the packaging as well so um you know speaking of the product i think one thing that comes to most people's mind vegan the whole vegan diet they always say is are you know amir amir log ke chochle is what is is what veganism is is uh, identified as and i think vegan cheese uh, mock meats are usually very they are the most i think expensive uh, you know in the array of vegan alternatives that exist so what is your take on on that considering that you make cheeses also and you make mock meat so you dabble in both so yeah why is it so expensive rishu can you help people understand well safra you know i don't think it's expensive it used to be expensive if we'll go back in uh, you go 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 back like 3 years it used to be expensive but not anymore Pe- uh, prices are getting getting down you know uh, products are getting more uh, accessible more affordable and uh, if you'll talk about particularly about cheese i'll tell you like uh, people say that you know vegan cheeses are expensive okay i'll ask them like what is the prices of i i want them to go out and find out the prices of artisanal cheeses or imported cheeses like mm. if 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 you want to compare just to give an example yeah. the in in terms of price comparison okay like if if you if you're seeking a cheddar cheese mm-hmm. imported cheddar cheese okay uh that cost around right now about 1200 rupees a kilo or something like that that's a business price i'm talking about where we are offering our cheeses uh, at the rate of 800 between 800 rupees a kilo to 900 rupees a kilo this is our business price right. and uh even in the terms of you know retail packaging you see the artisan cheeses are still expensive than our vegan cheeses any vegan cheese you take in the market right artisan cheeses are still or imported cheeses for instance mm. i'm not talking about processed cheese yeah but the time there will be scale definitely prices will come more uh uh you know will drop yeah yeah they, they'll they'll drop further and uh this is what happened with the uh, you know processed cheese right when it got introduced in indian market there was a time when people couldn't afford those cheeses it was a product of luxury mm-hmm. now it's it's like everybody every every other person is having that thing we have that kind of scale and company are able to making money with the small margins so this is why they offering product on such affordable rates when this kind of scale will we will we will achieve in the vegan industry mm-hmm. definitely you will see these kind of prices happening with the vegan products also yes so i have a maybe a controversial question here and i hope you can throw some light on it without taking any names of uh, the big uh, dairy players okay we from the little knowledge that i have i do know that they get a lot of subsidies now does that also factor in into the into the retail price that we see on shelves like you know because the minute we say vegan cheese price the a regular person is like are you know hame x brand ka ye 10 slice mujhe 
I'm getting for under hundred. I'm just giving a random example. I don't know the exact retail price, but do you think these companies are able to further afford it? Of course, with raw material prices being low, but also subsidies. Do they have a role to play? Major role to play, Sefra. Just to give you an example, I know this uh, thing about Punjab because this this was my first hand experience. Some of my uh, you know relative uh, started a dairy. They got a loan of fifty lakh rupees. Oh wow! Without any you know collateral. And what did what did they have to show? Like they just want need to you just need to prepare papers and ask the bank that you need you are starting a you know a dairy business. Okay. They'll give you collateral loans are available for you. So this kind of facility, like you have funding of fifty lakh rupees, sir. Yeah. Imagine that. So and on top of that, there are low rates of taxes, right? We so definitely we cannot imagine that kind of uh, you know facility in in the vegan business right. as of now. Yeah. Because they are getting uh, subsidies. If your business is, is is not working out, then no need to return the money. Also. Yeah. There are schemes like that. so where we can compete with them i i shared this uh, thing with you because this was my first hand experience no of course we need to talk about this because i feel like a lot of people don't know that the dairy industry is really heavily subsidized and people sometimes make it to sound like oh so this one these things only happen in us uk hamare india mein aisa nahi hota hai but that's not true it is a very heavily subsidized industry so yeah thank you so much for giving us that example and i hope people are listening and you know thinking about it so um in terms of now going back to production right since you've given us the number of products and the kinds of products you make what is the toughest product to make in a vegan version is it vegan cheese is it mock meat are they all at the same level of difficulty well the toughest thing is to crack the formulation okay to come out with the product as close to its dairy counterpart or the meat counterpart right if once once you are able to achieve that then you will find your way out to scale it mm. you know the make make it at scale right. but to crack that first formulation or the recipe where you think okay now the product is ready mm. that's the most challenging part here so that was your that took you the longest amount of time yeah that that takes the longest amount of time so if i can ask you very candidly how long did that take for you so that if there are any aspiring uh you know entrepreneurs who want to get into this space at least they have an idea of how long they should keep so uh okay when i started this business i was uh, making the my my vegan cheese with the same uh, recipe i was doing back there in, in paris in in uh, 2018 and so i was uh, so from 18 to and this current formulation we we has introduced in december uh, you know 2021 so you can calculate uh, 18 So three years it took us to to perfect. Yes, it's still not perfect. It's still work under progress. Yeah. We we are still working on it every single day to make it more uh, functional as as dairy cheese. Got it. Awesome. So everything is tough, but once you crack the code, yeah. it becomes easier and easier with every passing year. It's like reaching to reaching from point A to B yeah. until you know where the point B is. Once you reach there, then you know you can go there any time. got it so now that i of course by manufacturing a product like this you also have to look at channels as to where you can sell it yourself being a chef so on the restaurant hotel industry and of course retail wholesale to we know so 
how is the pers- like you know the perception to a vegan cheese or a mock meat been in the restaurant hotel industry the hospitality industry so uh, hotel industry and restaurant industry i've seen very receptive of this trend because uh, you know every restaurant nowadays every you know i would say like uh, about uh, 20 25% of restaurant already started serving giving offering you know vegan offering to their customers okay wow 25% of like are we talking about talking about like you know uh, metro cities metro cities i'm talking about and uh, more of more, more and more restaurants are coming up you know with the vegan vegan options mm. so restaurant and hotel industry especially they have been very uh, receptive of this trend uh, on the other hand if we'll talk about like consumer market mm. consumer market still we, uh, i mean uh, still we we are not there yet i would say the market is very small it is small it is a small and growing growing definitely it will grow further in 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 next 5 years yeah. where it is now but right now it's very small and uh, kind of very risky business to be in in kind of a retail vegan business especially i mean tell tell us about it yeah, yeah. we are literally in the business of retailing only of vegan products so it is definitely a, a small community i have to agree with that but it's growing and so now when we now that we are speaking of consumers and the consumer base right so uh, my first question on the consumer side of things is what is the kind of feedback that you received say back in in 2020 versus what is the kind of feedback you received now as uh, i think you launched plan b officially in 2022 right yes in december 2022 okay lovely so what's the what's been the you know the the feedback flow from 3 years ago to today Okay, so uh, so three years back, uh, customer used to say it's it's not uh, uh, you know tasting like cheese, mm-hmm. it's not uh, you know melting like cheese, right. it's not. Then I uh, and also a few of the feedbacks were the product is disgusting. Uh-huh. I'm not ashamed to say that, and that was all learning from for for us as. so these were the uh, kind of feedbacks right. we received and now the customers are are saying you know they are comparing our cheeses with some of the you know commercially available processed cheeses in the market yeah you know i i i want to mention this thing also sefra you know one of the best uh, feedback on our cheeses we have received from your customer in in sust- on on sustainabash uh where she said uh, that lady uh, was so sweet to come to me and say you know i eat your cheese slices like a snack yeah i mean i cannot imagine my wildest dream i could have never that somebody will munch on my cheeses just without you know putting it on toast in, yeah. without even uh, yeah so this this was the best compliment i'm so happy that you that you received that yeah i i that day i realized that i i fulfilled my pur- purpose yeah. That's awesome. I'm so I'm so happy and I'm happy that we could play a very small role in No, no, you're playing very big role, Sefra, trust me. That's so sweet. Um so yeah, I wanted I had a few more questions about uh, you know, plan B. You also do have a co-founder, right? So yes. who's your partner? My wife. Your wife, great. So uh how so was she also like in the was she also in the hospitality industry? Was she a chef like Tell us more about that. No, she came from a fa- f- from pharma industry. Now she has quit uh 
in order to you know look after the business yeah so she turned vegan after you know i started this business okay then she decided i'm also going vegan because if i'm doing this business yeah. then i also needs to do justice to this business so she also turned vegan now she looks after the business part i looks after the production so this is how we have uh, distributed our this is what we call a power vegan couple <laughs> I I I'll tell you very honestly I'm I'm a chef I'm not a businessman yeah I mean still of course you it's a, it's a journey I I love my work you know I I love being in the kitchen Correct. I love being in inside the uh, you know manufacturing facility right. yeah I love the heat of of the environment so yes I don't want to move away from that that place and I need to make sure that my customers are getting right product the product are getting made uh, you know right another question for you about the the consumers you know, we spoke about the feedback uh what have consumers told you is their top favorite cheese of yours that you make so one thing was missing from the indian market was cheese slices 100% and we gave them that okay so i think uh, they uh, most of the customers are very thankful to us for that and other than that our uh, but which which cheese both the cheese like you have classic classic cheese. classic slices classic is the is the winner okay good so yeah you were you were saying so yes definitely the slices are doing really well other than that our in block cheeses our cheddar is doing uh, good okay. and and uh, yeah parmesan is doing decent awesome so coming back to the to the brand right so plan b any reason why plan b is the name of your brand well <laughs> and not plan a lot of people ask me this question yeah right why not plan a plan why plan b so you can one can come out with different interpretations mm. so even in my case i have like i can give you five different interpretation out of this okay so when we were coming uh, we, we were thinking about the brand name what to key, what will will name our brand yeah so we gave a you know detailed thought mm. on it we it took us uh, you know weeks to come out with this name yeah it should uh, stand out so plan b means you know plant based it derived from plant based then in my case there there's another uh, interpretation is like in my case i was you know uh, doing job for 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 a restaurant for a hotel i never thought of coming into business right. then you know covid biz, uh, covid happened and i happened to be into business so that was plan b for me mm-hmm. i i you know uh, switched from plan a to plan b because plan a didn't work for me <clears throat> and uh, i was at times i used to feel guilty uh, for for consuming meat mm-hmm. there so i switched to plan b and uh, other interpretation could be you know now for flexitarian especially they are uh, you know non vegan people they are living their life with plan a now i want to tell you you need plan b in your life i think the last one is my favorite i'm i'm going to if anyone asks me i'm going to be like oh this is why plan b is named plan b so um we we've spoken about the name and uh, you know your partner is uh, is your partner 100% your partner and your wife 100% vegan are you also vegan or what is the diet you all follow or lifestyle you all follow sorry yes. so we in our lifestyle our choices are very you know conscious hmm. 
we are still in transitioning phase i will be very honest with you we are we are, we are not uh, ethical vegan to be very honest we are still in transitioning phase we quit eating meat both of us and we are occasional paneer and uh, curd eater yeah other than that we are we are uh, completely on the vegetarian diet you know we are not even consuming milk and and paneer also that happens you know uh, once in 2 3 months when my mom comes and cooks for us and you can never say no to your mother and she doesn't understand this concept of uh, you know veganism and all yeah she uh, yeah so other than that yes we are uh, if you if you if you can you know ignore those parts we are vegan what an acha bachcha we have here who said he cannot say no to his mom i feel like i have to say i'm sorry mom i've said no and maybe made you a little sharminda also many times in the last few years but uh, yeah as as we are here to discuss everything is a journey everything you know finds its own path and uh, we are we are open to that and we are, i'm so happy to hear that you know you you went to eating meat to coming here so i definitely feel that your you and your partner your wife are also on the on the right path so that's that's a big kudos to you right there so and of course by helping people like me who who are sometimes you know looking for cheese alternatives and mock meats and so many things that you're manufacturing you are already doing a very big uh, service to all of us so thank you and uh, so another question for you is how do you see the future of vegan alternatives let's call it uh, vegan food era vegan food era okay uh, that will come for sure maybe in next 100 years 100 yeah so you know i read it somewhere it's a very beautiful face mm. okay okay I'll, i'll explain this with an example how do you feel if if i'll tell you sephra you know uh, right there in on on that turn a man is eating the flesh of other men how will you what what will be your react reaction <laughs> i'll be shocked obviously like for your surprise i want to tell you that uh, this was the norm 500 600 or maybe at uh, uh, 5000 years back man mm. used to eat man they were cannibalistic mm. then they stopped eating other men's you know now they are eating animals they will because they stopped eating man because they became conscious of it mm. they became compassionate about other living species uh, their cause species so they stopped cannibalism it's though it's still in practice at, at some places but uh, now they have switched to meat of other living sources and there will be time when people consciously will not will will stop consuming the meat of other animals also and that will be the era of veganism yeah it will happen for sure okay. because change is constant right right so yeah this is where i see the future of veganism and uh, in next 5 10 years you will see this market uh, i mean growing exponentially you will see exponential growth in this market i'm sure uh, in last 2 years you have seen the significant growth yeah i mean lot of lot of uh, right. inquiries lot of people you know wanting to know what what is what it's about definitely i think we saw the like a huge spike started right at covid because Uh, also covid being a zoonotic disease which is a disease trans like transferred to humans by animals right. 
and most of the if not all of the pandemics like this mm. have been started by an animal source of course so you know you have your bird flu swine flu even the plague uh, in 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 40s or 50s that happened that was also a result of animal exactly so i think that was uh, for us a huge awakening and a lot of people were like oh my god you know these people are doing it maybe there's some merit to it let let me check and i i'm so happy also to share that in that whole time two of my closest friends also made that conscious decision and they're like okay i mean i again i can't take full credit for it but uh, you know they they do see and when you live by example people are inspired they are uh, they do use you as a as a example in positive light and it does uh, impact their changes infectious everything in the world you do is infectious you do good things that other people is getting infected with your goodness you do bad things you know there are people who get influenced by bad things right so i say this thing very often like you know i i tell this thing to my employees as well like uh, you do good mm-hmm. you like you make changes in yourself people will notice and they'll bring the changes in their life consciously don't don't force anybody right So speaking of your team how many how many people do you have right now with plan b right now we have a team of about uh, 12 uh, uh, people wow that that's amazing I, i to me that's that's a big team so i never thought of uh, having that kind of a team yeah you know ever in my life because i started very humbly out of my you know home's kitchen right. then you know shifted to facility yeah. then you know thankfully um, we are we are uh, 12 men strong. Okay, that's awesome. And um considering that you have like a quite a nice size team. We call it tribe by the way. A tribe, okay. The plan B tribe. A tribe, I love that. Okay. So, um uh, do you all also white label for other product for other brands? Yes, we do. Uh, we do offer our white labeling services okay. uh, for other brands. Uh, uh you know, uh, for sauces, dressings options. meat options cheeses for sure right and uh, so yes we do offer white labeling that's awesome so i'm assuming there's a lot a lot of brands out there which, which obviously we won't talk about which which brands but do you do white label for some of the brands that are available in the indian market so yes uh, we are we are uh, currently uh, making products for uh, you know a lot of brands in the indian market just to give you an example i won't i don't name those brands but uh, just to for for your reference we are currently controlling more than 80% of cheese supply in india we are manufacturing 80, more than 80% of vegan ch- uh, cheese in india that's so cool oh my gosh i i want to be able to make such a cool statement one day and be like i'm controlling 80% of of some of anything maybe i'm But, sounding kind of a dictator here no no, no i i'm being honest it's it's a it's a you should take pride in the fact that you have started from where you were and what you've grown to so it is it's a matter of pride and we are here to cheer you on and wish you all the best with the future rishu can you tell us where do you get your sense of nutrition from well that's an inter- interesting question okay so uh, i i got a chance to work with this uh, you know gentleman mr rithik roshan so i got associated with him for about 4 uh, years i used to work on his diet and as you know how you know particular he's about his dietary requirement and all he keeps on transforming his body or anything for for the movies mm. so during that tenure uh, 
uh, I would say I got in touch with, uh, I got a chance to work with, uh, you know, country's topmost nutritionists and diet, dietitians and yeah. uh, fitness trainers. So I was very uh, fortunate to uh, have that kind of education in my life. So before that, I was just cooking good food. Mm. I was I was not aware of you know how much gram of pro- protein uh, there is th- this much ball of uh, lentils or uh, how much gram of fat how how much calories. So I was not very much conscious about these things. So when I started working with him, this was kind of an eye opener for me. Right. So I uh, kind of that was. I would I would call it that was a university for me. So all my nu- nutrition sense comes from there, you know. Uh, so yeah, that's that was it. Okay, awesome. I think that's uh, very interesting, and so glad we have like a mini celebrity here. No, no, I'm not celebrity. Come on, I'm I'm just a chef, you know. But you're like a semi mini celebrity chef. Great. Okay, let me say it from for my own uh, satisfaction. I'm just kidding. Anyway, uh, it was great to have you here, Rishu. We have the last segment uh, of our episode today, which is two small games that we want to play so that we end on a lighter note. Okay. So very quickly, it's a it's a rapid fire, but let's call it a sustainable rapid fire. Okay. So cue some tense music in the background. Okay. One item you don't leave your house without. My bag. Okay. Your favorite vegan cheese. My favorite vegan cheese would be Parmesan. Okay, okay, great. So we have now the second game. It's a very quick rapid fire, as you saw. The next game is just I say one word. You tell me the first word that comes to your mind in three seconds or less. Only one word answer. Okay, fine. The first word is ethics. Veganism. Okay, Hrithik Roshan. Physic. Uh, physic. Okay, great. Sustainability. Glass bottles. Okay. France. Paris. Love. Love that. Okay. Uh, tofu. Great source of protein. Forward. But okay, we'll, we'll take it. We'll take it. And uh, the last word is green. 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 <laughs> too good. Too good. Too good. Actually, I should have asked you one more. Plan A. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, I'm just plugging in our brands here at this point, but uh, that brings us to the end of this episode. Um, I hope you had a great time, Rishu. I had a great time talking to you. Good, I'm so happy. So thankful for you, you know, to have me here. Of course, we have a lot to learn from you. From you too, and uh, I, I'm really thankful for you to give me this opportunity to come here and you know, uh, give out my voice to people. Of course. So I hope you all had a good time. Please check out Plan B's cheese. It's actually really, really good, and you will end up with the 95% similarity to dairy cheese. Correct or 100? Should we say 95? 95%. Okay, 95. I think that's really. I think that's a really high bar. So let's try and let let's give new products a try. And order it from Green. Yes. Okay, that's all, guys. Bye bye. <laughs>